Welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is episode 222. I'm your host, Chris Britton, so let's go. Dialage for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all of the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me in the studio again today for another weekly episode of Dialage for Heroclix is my sexy ranch and co-host, Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder? Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. Roddy Piper, the rest of the animal. forget about it. It's a bit of, a, of an illusion. Illu- yeah, that one. Words. English. Yeah. Hard. Um, so, we've got so much crazy news this week. It's insane. This is going to be a longer episode, I believe. We just jam-packed it full of stuff. And the way things fell this week, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So, uh, we normally like to start off with what made us happy this week. Calder, shoot it. So, maybe you don't know, what made me happier this week is going to be in the news, so I can just bypass it, to be completely honest with you, because I'll just lose it once we get there. Okay, sounds great. To be honest, yeah. What made me happy this week was Iron Fist dropped on the Netflix, and oh my god, it's so much better than season one. Like, objectively better than season one in just about every way possible. I'm only about halfway through it right now. It is shorter. I think it's 10 episodes instead of the regular. I believe it's like 13 episodes for a typical uh, Netflix original series for the Marvel side, with the exception of The Defenders, which was eight. But I'm like five episodes in. It's so good, man. I'm not going to lie. It's going to rank up there so far as one of the best ones, in my opinion. Um, I'm really looking forward to see where it ends, but really good. Uh, I'm feeling good about it so far. I'm feeling good about it. All right. I can dig it. All right. Well, well Chris. that is not all, okay? That is not all because uh, another thing that made me happy this week is actually we have another listener guest on right now ready to answer a bunch, of, a bunch of questions. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, Emilio Gutierrez. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, man. So, like, good to be been a long time listener. It's actually really cool. So Well we <laughs> appreciate you coming on and we always appreciate all of our community actually being here as part of the community, you know? So uh, what we're gonna do tonight is gonna start off with a typical interview, uh, so that the other listeners can get to know you personally and then we'll get on to a bunch of the other news. You guys ready? Oh yeah. Cool. Alright. All right. Emilio, tell us when and where did you first get into HeroClix? Oh man, this is gonna be a big throwback. But so I was at a Wizards of the Coast store. Remember they had stores. Um, I was a Pokemon player, and I was just getting into the movies because like Spider-Man One had just come out around that time, and like the X-Men movies had been out. And I saw like I was getting into Marvel stuff, and I saw this game at Wizards of the Coast. So I bought a starter set, the old Infinity Challenge starter set, and I played for maybe like just at home games for like maybe a couple years. But I stopped playing because I was like 12 and it was expensive. So um, a few years ago, I thought about getting back into it because I missed playing like a competitive game. Because I, I played a lot of competitive Pokemon when I was younger, but I have since stopped doing that. Anyway, so I got – I wanted to play a new competitive game and like because my Marvel hype was like at its peak because of all the MCU stuff happening. Sure. I looked to see if Heroclix was still around and it was and it was like – a whole new game because like cards existed there's more powers there's a lot more characters and everything so 
I got a Winter Soldier starter set with one of my friends, and it just kind of went up from there. Like, I play, like, all... It's my main game now, so... That's awesome. That's a great starter set, too. I love it. Man, the the Winter Soldier cap, it was, like, the best piece for, like, a month for us, because we didn't have anywhere to get figures. (laughs) So, speaking of awesome figures and pieces, what are some of your favorite figures to use in the game, or combos of figures in the game? Okay, like, my absolute favorite thing to do is the... is to play, like, theme team and go into... Play Spider-Man Family and do all the Call in the Spider-Verse traits. Ooh, that stuff nice. is, it's like when it first came out, like it was, I was like, okay, like this isn't going to be anything crazy good. But then like getting to play it more, it became awesome. Like I used to play 600 point name theme with my roommates a lot. And I would go in with hit like hit with um, Superior Spider-Man, um, the Spider-Man chase or whatever. And then whoever the last one is called in Old Man spider and just teleported everybody out, like, 14 squares with the thing. And, like, so I'd come in, I'd kill, like, maybe three or four things, and just poof away. And the taxi was safe the whole time. It's such a flexible power. I've wanted to play against the Spider Family and Spider-Verse trait for so long, and I still have never gotten to do it. So if well, I'm ever, ever back out, out, out there in California... Uh, and- <laughs> We were talking, listeners, we were, we were talking. We always talk to you guys before we actually start recording. But if I, we make it out to California, that's going to be on that list of things to do for me. Uh, are there any other pieces uh, or combos of pieces that you want to use? Um, like competitively, I've been playing a lot of Rock Age lately, and my Mystiques have been one I love doing. Because it really – it doesn't do a lot of damage, and it really challenges me to play on a different level. You know, like it's not necessarily like um, – how do you say – like – hit hard, hit a lot. It's more of like be patient and it, it basically makes me play more um, strategically, which I like doing. So sure. I really like those. And then just like playing my favorite, like keywords, like I'm a big Marvel Knights fan. So I have a Marvel Knights box. I love playing them together. And yeah, just like generally like a lot of playing like some comic accurate teams is really where I have the most fun with the game. So are you typically more of a meta player or just casual? Cause it sounds like uh, before you were casual. Oh, like, okay, up to me, when I play, I would just be playing casual, but I do have that competitive side that makes me really want to, like, compete and do well and feel good about, and, like, okay, how do I say, there's, you know that feeling in a game where it's really close and you come out on top by just a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, that's the reason I play games. So, my competitive side wants to do that, but, like, my, my comic book nerdy fan side wants to play just theme teams all the time. Like sometimes I'll I'll do the thing. I don't know if you guys have seen that build on Facebook where you get a comic book cover and you build a team using only figures from that comic book cover. Yep. And I love doing that, especially from the New Avengers run, from like pre civil like from New Avengers Breakout up until like post or up until like post Secret Invasion. I love that Bendis run of New Avengers. So like a lot of the teams I play will have like characters that were on that team. Awesome. I can really dig that. That's sweet. Uh, so you mentioned earlier that you uh, were playing a lot of Rock Age. So what is your favorite format to play? Uh, my favorite format to play is probably 600 name theme team. Like, I, like, I know I just talked about my competitive thing, but like when I get to see like my favorite characters on the board, that's when I have like the most like true non-stressful fun. You know what I mean? 
Like how yeah. competitive, like 300 modern, I think is really is really healthy right now. So as far as like most fun competitive format, 300 modern for sure. There's just too much stuff to worry about in Rock Age, to really that like. True. Yeah. Oh my God. There's like so, <laughs> so much reading. <laughs> okay. So uh, where are you typically laying your anchor at? Where is your normal venue that you play? Oh, uh, Majestics at Orange, California. It's really luckily when I decided to look into like organized play for clicks, I looked online. There was a store nearby. It was 10 minutes away. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'll go check it out. Turns out it was a store of the world champ. So, so I got, I got thrown into the competitive scene really quickly, but yeah, that's, there's no place that's closer to me that has events as often. So that's where I like to go. Are you doing your uh, Dial H community due diligence over there, passing the good word of Dial H? Yeah, um, like, uh, you guys have had David Colon on before, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's one of the guys that goes there a lot, too. We, we know each other. We're, Mr. Clickso is one of my favorite people to uh, hang out with at Clicks events. All right, Calder, I know you want to ask this because uh, this, right. is, this is right. your wheelhouse. So the ROC US Cup was actually at yes. Majestics yesterday. And I believe you competed. So I by did. all means, tell us about your team, uh, any really cool matchups you had, and just overall how you felt about the event. Yeah, I. this is probably like, oh, my friends are going to kill me for this, but this is like probably like, I think the worst, I think one of the, like, I, I don't feel like I was super in it when I was playing, but uh, let me let me read you guys off my team. All right, so... I was playing the oh, – um, I thought I had it open, but I had opened my brother's team. Don't worry. Um, I accidentally close out of stuff all the time when I'm recording, but we've been doing it long enough that it makes it sound like we didn't screw up. But trust me, Calder and I screw up all the time. <laughs> Don't let them know. We're perfect. <laughs> it's so true, though. I had the Excel sheet on in the back, and I thought it was mine, but I forgot. I last minute printed out my brother's list for him. Okay, so I played at 65 points, the Avengers Infinity Unseen. At 50 points, um, Mighty Thor Red Leader Prime, the super perplexed one. And this is where everyone really likes my team. Uh, I was playing the Elseworlds 42 Green Lantern, the tangent Green Lantern one. The mm. one that brings characters back from the dead. Then I was playing Mangog. Colossal on the Retaliation Dial, Surtur, Retaliation, Double Groots, um, Serpent Spider-Man, uh, Carnage, the Mirror of Missala, and the Joker Gas Canister, and then that brings it to 290. Yeah, and then I had um, the student IDs for Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Iceman on the sideline. Dope. How much, how much money is your team worth generally? Like, give a ballpark. Uh, Oh, this is actually worth a lot. Um, we actually yeah. we got very lucky. I got Unseen Red Leader, Green Lantern, I've had just for a while through Booster Packs. Um, Mangog and Surtur, like if you wanted to build this team from scratch right now, it would it, I think it would actually be a lot of money. Because uh, we got Mangog and Surtur in our Mighty Thor case when we got it, like when it came out. So that was really lucky. That is insane luck. Yeah, and then um, my the double, the Groot's, Groot was in my, I got one Groot at the Avengers Infinity pre-release, which was I, – I felt really lucky at that too. And the other Groot, I traded one of um, one of the Rock Flashpoint Flood maps for Groot and something and something else. Uh, Serpent Spider-Man, that's whatever. Um, Carnage, I got in a tra- – how did I get this Carnage? 
I think I traded someone else on our uh, on my team for it. Like it was it was around the time Thor came out, so it was before they were hitting like eighty ninety bucks. Like thank God, because <laughs> I w- I would not pay that much for a piece. The the most I've ever paid for a piece is a Shadowland Daredevil chase, and I I regret paying sixty five for it because I just really wanted it. I think yeah. we've all made that mistake at this point, though. To be yeah. completely honest, like when a when a set first drops, you know it's the new hotness. You want that one particular piece or couple pieces, and you're like just willing to shell out a bunch of money for it. And then two weeks later, after it's died down a little bit, you check back on the prices, and you're like, "Oh man, I really should have waited." <laughs> yeah, it, it was like a week after I got that Daredevil in the mail too. Like I saw someone posted like uh, Daredevil and five hand ninjas forty shipped, and I was like. Kidding me? <laughs> right. Why? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right so, what, yeah, what, uh, keep going. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the team. And then I had the Chase, um, the Chase Age of Apocalypse X Men on the ID cards because they were sixty points on team call. So basically, the way the team works is: turn one, you use Carnage to move up, grab the mirror, sidestep back, give it to Unseen. Unseen will equip it. The, one of the Walking Woods will carry the Joker gas canister to be adjacent to Magog and Surtur. That's important that it's adjacent to uh, both of them at the same time. And then the other – the last action is just to move up Serpent Spider-Man to like the middle of the map. And then on their turn, they do their thing. And Serpent Spider-Man will just hit them and be annoying. And if it dies, which it – honestly, it should, then I get to come back with Magog or um, Carnage or whichever Retaliator is most valuable or most usable at the time. With um, souped-up stats due to um, Red Leader. So I can get Surtur up to – where's his starting dial? Like a 14 attack then? He has a no, I, I usually I – I can get him to 15 and 6 or okay. 15 and fi- or 14 and fi- uh, 14 and 6 or 15 and 5, whichever, whichever the way around. Because um, the reason the gas canister hangs out next to Mangog and Surtur is that whichever one I'm not using can blow up the gas canister and give – that colossal plus one attack damage, and then red leader will give which one of them plus two and the other stat plus one, and he'll come in and and whichever one will just come in and do their do their thing, you know. Um, my first match was actually it was a buy because I I won uh, one of the Majestic's Open series, so I got a buy for the U.S. Cup. The uh, my two was against um, Tony who was playing a Thanos copter. And Infinity, and I know if you guys have read the Thanos copter yet, but it's kind of ridiculous. It gives it gives the whole opposing team minus two range, minus two speed. Oh, baby, that's and, rough. Yeah, and with Infinity, I'm minus one more speed and one more range. Yep. So what he what he does is he takes is he's cosmic theme and he puts you on the Harley's apartment map and puts the invisible jet so you can't get up hmm. with the stairs and that in particular, like, kind of beats my team because now Serpent Spider-Man can't get across and be annoying. So, and if he's not attacking me, I have nothing to retaliate with. So my plan was honestly, all right, I just Mangog with sidestep and two movement after the modifiers, slowly crawling across the map until, like, hopefully he hit it, which he never he never did. Because, like, another part of my team that makes it good is... Because of Tangent Green Lantern, whenever they kill a Colossal, it technically becomes like a call-in for me. Because I can just bring back that Colossal for a turn, beef it up with um, Red Leader, and just have it go in and like do its work for one more turn. 
Right. Like, yeah, like doing it with Mangog is particularly satisfying because he'll come in with 13 attack and just do 4 damage and then 3 damage to everybody around. That is disgusting. Mangog is gross. I, he's a really good Colossal, and it really sucks to be on the uh, the opposite end of him. Yeah, it's 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 freaking nasty. I, I don't know why, honestly, it's not played more. And I feel like it's just because it's, like, after it dies, that's it. But my Tangent Green Lantern kind of fixes that problem. Sure. I think the reason why he isn't played as much is because he's one of the grossest-looking characters in the history of comic books. Oh, that could totally be it. <laughs> he, he is bright yellow, and it hurts your eyeballs. Yeah, like, and the the fact that it's just hard to transport because he's one of the heavier ones. That he is. really dissuades me from playing it. <laughs> Obviously, just not enough. But yeah, and then like aside from that, the team just works like um, unseen will move around just to outwit prob the attacks, and we'll call in Cyclops, Jean Grey, or um, Iceman if I need another attacker. Right. That's turn. But yeah, so that's how the team works. Um, I lost that round against Tony. And it was a 26-point to 28-point game. Ooh, man. Yeah. I remember that being... Like, he's a good player, and, like, the last few times we played against each other, like, I won. So I guess, like, I kind of owed it to him, too. <laughs> and then um, my my next round was against... What did I play against? I think I played against some kind of Shredder variant, which kind of destroys me because they just ping the Colossals. Right. Right, yeah. Cause Not even making the tax, guys. Come on. <laughs> like, it's all right, but I, I remember losing that one. It was really close. I, for the life of me, I can't remember what what match it was. And it's killing me because, like, it was, I, it was only a four-round tournament, and I had a bye. So, like, I right. feel like I should know. <laughs> if, it, if it comes back to me, I'll, I'll talk about it. But, but anyway, yeah, it was some scrub. I don't know. I toasted him. It's fine. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I lost my. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I went to two in a row losses, and it was like, all right, that's fine. I've been top eighting a lot. It's like this is karmically this is fair. Like right. And then my my last match was against um a Unimind player actually. He was playing Unimind with a bunch of uh, zombie horde, which is a really cool team because he had like at least like five or six other zombies, and then Unimind, and that's it. That was the whole team. And it was it was cool to see, but what happened was he attacked Serpent Spider Man, or he atta- he running shot it up on the second turn and killed Mangog and Surtur both with um with Unimind's double target. Right. Okay. So on my turn, I just I bring Surtur back to life, and he didn't realize how Surtur worked, so Surtur was able to one shot Unimind. And then the uni- the Eternals popped out, and Serpent Spider-Man was able to sneak in and kill one of those. And from there on out, it was just Walking Woods cleaning up zombies. And this was actually, like, um, because of how many points you get when you kill Unimind, uh, I squeaked out of that game with 380 points, which put me into the top eight by 13 points. Ooh, nice. baby. Yeah, stonily st- squeezed in in the eighth seed. And I was telling him after, it was like, if like if I didn't kill one more zombie, if if one zombie did not die, I would have missed it by that much. Oh. Yeah, like it it, it it was totally rough because like I was talking, I was like, hey guys, I don't think I made it. I'm like, hey, it's cool, man, you're gonna be fine. Like everyone was just being like supportive friends as they do, right? And I ended up like, oh god, I made it. And then so in my top eight match, I was paired against Eric Clixer, who was playing Mini Shredder, Sam Cap, Groot. 
and Overdrive or something. So I won map rule and I put him on the the ROC courtyard map. I don't know if you guys know what it looks like, but it's a there's a big elevated bridge in the middle, and then the edges are all um, indoor terrain, indoor indoor with like block and some openings in the blocking, right? So he didn't realize that the that the middle was elevated, so Overdrive got completely boned. Oh, he had to go all the way around. So he had a he had a hard time getting Mini Shredder to my side to start to kill stuff. Did he not have the boxing ring on his team? He did not. Oh did my gosh! Overdrive, ring. you need the boxing ring with Overdrive, man. That's a rookie. That's a rookie mistake. That's your fault. Yeah. No yeah, offense, so, dude. But no, like, cause uh, I we were talking about it after, cause uh, Eric's one of the nicest people I've ever met. And he was like, "Oh man, like that map." And I was like, "Yeah, dude. Like, I added it last second too, cause I just I just wanted a map with indoor, um, with indoor with blocking to protect my colossals from getting sniped." Right. right? But all the ones with indoor blocking have so many walls that Unseen can't see through stuff. Yeah, sure. So Unseen and my Colossals are kind of – they want different things. <laughs> uh, it, made me, it gave me like a little bit of mistrust in the team, but he – like I was interested, like I was moving slowly across the map because he wasn't going to go to me, so I can't retaliate. And his, um, his walking woods were able to kill Serpent Spider-Man, so it didn't even matter for him. But – so like I was moving Mangog across the map to try to get the Odin Sword thing because that's my only other way I get a fighter is if Mangog pulls Odin Sword. That is true, yeah. Yeah. So like I was I was one turn away from getting it, but he he zooms Mini Shredder over, KOs it, KOs Mangog, and you're like because he obviously like you're scared for Mangog doing that, like it's, you don't want him to become a 150 point beast. So he kills Mangog with it, and then on my turn, I come back around and. Pump up Surter, do six damage to Mini, and then call in Cyclops and kill it. And then the next turn, I'm able to finish it off after it came back to life. Nice. And from there on out, it was just really hard for him to come back from that. His his call-ins weren't um, – he couldn't call in the 90-point guys with without Mini Shredder. Yep. Sam's good, but she's not – you don't want her fighting. Yeah, she's not an attacker. She's a she's a call in battery, really. Exactly. So yeah, and then my last match was against, or my top four match was against George Masu. He was playing uh Aerosworld's Green Arrow with Kite Man, Sam Cap, uh Pim Tank. Oh yeah. Sorry, I had to say it. Oh, yeah. Thank oh, yeah. You <laughs> and there was a couple yeah, it was it was mostly Green Arrow with Pim Tank. Oh, eight Batman. Carnage and Giant Girl, and that match was literally like um, I, I'm pretty sure they'll upload the match if you guys ever take the time to watch it. But we had literally not held the lead, the point lead, for more than one turn against each other. Ah, that's awesome! A little it back was, and forth action. It was yeah, it was really back and forth because like he'll move up to position. He was scared of hitting my walking woods that were getting close to him because obviously I'm going to come back and retaliate. Yep. And he needs to try to get the the shot with a tank because the tank will kill multiple colossals at one time so yeah. i was able to position in a way that if he got the tank shot he wouldn't kill more than one but um serpent spider-man kills carnage so now it's 10 to nothing and then giant girl kills serpent spider-man so it's 15 to 10 and it, it, it went back and forth like that literally like almost every turn that's before. beautiful I, lo- I love a good nail biter no I, I i almost beat him too i miscounted range because i forgot that stormbreaker was on green arrow Okay, so, right. and I 
I moved up my Mangog to so that um I had to I had Mangog carry Red Leader so he can perplex one of the Walking Woods to kill his oh yeah Commissioner Gordon to kill Commissioner Gordon that way he can give me the thirty point lead um for that t- for one of the last turns of the game and then on his turn he was able to shoot uh, Mangog with Green Arrow and just wipe it out so and then that was the game that was a thirty point difference that that took it over. And the thing is though, like time was called, so like if if time wasn't called, he wouldn't have made that move because now I could just retaliate on the whole mess of stuff. Right. 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 But you know, like, that's the game. The the stuff like the more ballsy you get after you know your opponent like can't do anything after that turn, it's like, well, I can just forget all of the careful tiptoeing I was doing and just do whatever because there's no retaliation. I just have to go for broke whenever time is called. That's just the way it is. Exactly, so. like, it allows you to be careless. Yep. Just fine, it's part of the game, but, you know. Yeah, so that was my U.S. Cup experience. I got uh, Commissioner Jim Gordon, um, upper nice. trade if anyone wants it. <laughs> 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 and, a, uh, and a rock map. So. Beautiful. So overall, what place did you get? Fourth. Because uh, there's a third place match, but I was just so exhausted from the day. I don't think I don't like Clay's really good. He would, and it was very. It was another twenty point difference at the end of the game, or no, it was a forty point difference with Clay because I needed to kill Ironheart and Groot to get the right. to get the win. But he he killed Green Lantern first, so my team was just like, ah shit. Now I gotta like, <laughs> now I gotta play for real without <laughs> and not let people die. Yep. But yeah, he's he's a good player. He won California States. So he won. Um, we both like were like, ah, we don't really want to play. But then they're like, the difference between third place and fourth place is a Blackbird versus Commissioner Gordon. Okay, so yeah. So we're like, all right, I guess we got to play it out. <laughs> so well, yeah, it's, it, it, it sounded like you. I mean, you did as well as you could. Had the dice gone a little bit more in your favor a couple mm-hmm. of times, yeah. yeah. And, my, and this is my second time playing the team at a major event, and it, it did what it was supposed to. So now, like, I really feel like it's on me to just to practice it more. Yeah, right. Uh, that was going to be my next question. Are you going to tweak it more, or are you just going to scrap it and go forward? Um, I really love playing double Groots. Like, I really feel like <laughs> Groot's best point value is 40 and just play two. Like, that's, <laughs> that's that's how I feel about it. But I think I can do something better with, with the 20 points. I just have to g- tell myself to be brave enough to cut one of the Groots out, which... Right. Like I, I don't like this. Actually, this team actually had three, uh, two more IDs on it as of two days ago, but um, I, I really wanted to put Carnage back because Carnage is one of the best pieces. So I cut out Harley ID and a Professor X ID for it, and there's no point where I think I, sh- I wanted to call in Harley, so it was fine. Like I, I barely even called in the three IDs I had, so I don't think it was necessary for me to do that. Right. But yeah, like I. I think I would tweak it more, but I, I feel like a lot of it's my fault in not playing it enough. So we'll see. Like sure. it's, it'll be modern legal legal for a while. There's not that many old pieces in here, so I think I'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, seriously, I mean that's a cool story though. At least you got to place as high as you did. Sounds like you had fun. You walked away with something. So, I did. Uh, that is, that's pretty sweet. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on to the news section. But before we do that, actually, do you guys hear that? Do you hear what? Do, am I the only one that hears that? Here's. Oh my god! Woo! Listen to that horn! I just wanted to play that. I you just got need me. to find a <laughs> I felt okay, like. 
be something like that, but I didn't know how to lead into it. <laughs> News! You know it's a crazy news week when we start off with, I'm going to guess, this is my opinion, this is the least of the cool, and it's still amazingly cool. Um, We got a sneak peek of an upcoming set. That set is something that, Calder, you and I have talked about on the podcast multiple times. We called it. I said it was going to be a good idea. If we got Batman the Animated Series as a set, what was the next logical set after that? Whatever. X-Men Animated, yeah. You, there you we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So that's a thing now, ladies and gentlemen. It's called X-Men Adventures. We got one picture, one slide. Uh, so on this picture, we have Wolverine. We have Callisto and we or Calypso, sorry, and then we have uh, Jean Grey. Jean Grey, Jean Grey, the way God intended. That's my Jean Grey right there. She's beautiful. Ah, oh. it's a great costume. <laughs> what an ugly costume for Callisto. How though. dare you? Oh yeah, Callisto. Yeah. I, I didn't even recognize that character, to be honest. <laughs> Is that that staff thing that she's carrying around? Is that the thing that like shows she's ruler of the Morlocks? You know, I thought it was like one of those hookah pipe things, you know? I don't know. Sure. Dude, it looks so walky. Sure. Um, does this mean that the Morlock team ability is coming back? I don't know. Oh, Lord, I hope not. <laughs> it's the best team ability that has ever been made in the game of HeroClix. That's the is weird just way to say it. teleport? Or, no, that's Super Society. I'm that's Super Society. I think it just says you win the game immediately. So oh, you should good. probably play that always when you get it. it just... <laughs> now I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> There's only like six characters ever with the... Whatever. I still blame you, kids. Why won't you bring back the Morlock team ability? Ah! It's terrible. Ah, it's so right. good. So... so good. Oh, this so... does seem really good, actually. Yeah! Ah, there it is. Someone else agrees with me. What were you gonna say, Caller? Uh, not for the listener at home. What's the Morlock team ability do? Uh, it says, I just from a quick Google search. Whenever a character using this team ability makes a close combat attack, modify its attack value by plus one for each other character using this team ability adjacent to both this character and the target. So you could easily get plus three on a swarm team. So what and- you're saying is. Morlock Meta 2019 confirmed. He's actually a better team ability. (laughs) You heard it here on Dial H for Heroclicks. Morlocks are going to take over the meta. Go ahead. Why is this team ability not stealth? I mean, like, aren't the Morlocks known for hiding? (laughs) Right? (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Like, I guess there's a lot of them, so I guess it encourages swarming. Even in the animated series, there were only, like, nine. Yeah, like, there's there's no. There's no reason for this team ability to be an attack boost. <laughs> All I'm saying is it's it's going to make a resur- re, uh, resurgence, guys. It's going to be a thing. Oh, well, you know, he called her's like, shut up, Chris. <laughs> uh, I'm sober. But I do want, from this set, I want like a morph that just dies right away and yeah. accomplishes nothing. That has one click of life and they make it like a super rare just to spite you. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then, oh. and then uh, this this Wolverine does not have blades, claws, and fangs at all. Yeah, he just dial. punches people. Yeah, yeah. That's he, he cuts off tree limbs and then beats people with the he tree can, limbs. He can instead only of... use... 
He can only use Blades, Claws, Fangs against a character with robot or, like, Sentinel keyword or something. Yeah! That's that's the only way to do it, man. This is how or, you make this set super awesome. Or yeah, Blade, more like as long as no one else can see him that way. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's there on screen. <laughs> can we get, right. like, a, a Cyclops where Wolverine can, like, punch him? Just, and he gives him an attack boost or something? Just you can in-cap your own friendlies. Also, the Nightcrawler in the set better be broken. That's just period. Oh, can can they make a Nightcrawler that's not broken? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's been a few. There's been a few. a few. But like, we need a new Nightcrawler, man. It's been too long. Oh, that's right. I, I remember the. I, I forgot about the Uncanny X Men ones because they were not good. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like uh, I, I remember that now. Token or whatever. But one of them had a pirate keyword, guys. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, little bandana. It was pretty sweet. Uh, all right. Well, there is that. Uh, we I don't know when exactly it's going to come out. There's no official, even a month, day, um, or even a year. I assume it's going to be 2019. Future. But um, so all right. There you go. Uh, I just I want to point out in this picture, in the middle, obviously taking the spotlight is Callisto, which means that the Morlocks are coming back in full force. Just saying. Oh, <laughs> I mean, oh, one Morlock. <laughs> No, it's, it's okay, guys. I, I can see the future. NBD. All yeah. right, let's move on. We have a bunch of fig- figure spoilers for the upcoming Battle World set. I think we have six. Um, I don't know how this is going to fall, but Emilio, would you like to start us off with one of these six? You can just pick whichever one you want. Oh, God. Oh, man. Um, the one so. I would... <laughs> I feel like I could have picked this Iron Fist for the other thing. I guess I'll pick Agamotto, unless okay. you guys have a big attachment to Doctor Strange. <laughs> I'm is good. He, is he a Morlock? Because if he's a Morlock... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm double-checking the keywords, and he is not. Ah, dang it. All right. All he right. was around... Bef- this version was around before the sewers, though, so that might be why. Like, he, he might end up with them later on. <laughs> but, um... So just talk about the dial, or yeah, well, yeah. Go ahead and go into a couple of the traits, his keywords, anything else you want to kind of cover. You know, give a quick gist of what the dial. You don't have to do click for click, but yeah, yeah. Tell us I, why he's so awesome. Okay, well, first off, it's it's Agamotto who's super cool. Like, um, I didn't read Avengers 10,000 BC yet, but um, what he does is he can use Perplex or Prob, and he can target opposing characters regardless of range or line of fire, as long as that character is not the lowest point on their force. So he can prob their tent pole from wherever they, like, he doesn't give a crap. Like, he can bury them up, he can still do it. Um, he's protected from Mystics, which isn't super popular, but the people that do bring it will be really upset, I guess. And um, opposing characters in the three um, squares can't use Perplex or Prob. And he has this ancient incarnation trait, which... I'm excited to see on everything else, too. But when a friendly character named Doctor Strange hits, after resolutions, remove an action token from this character, from Agamotto. Which is super cool, because then you can totally partner him up with the Shifting Focus Strange, who should be in the attacking mode, attacking too. And he starts off with a 10 running shot, 12 pen blast, 19 invincible, and 4 damage prob. With, um, they didn't have the TAs listed on the screenshot, but I'm pretty sure it should be Power, Cosmic, and Mystics. I would. Yeah, yeah, that might that might be true. The point value I cannot read that. There are two point values. The second one is ninety. What is the first one? Uh, looks like a buck seventy. Okay. Is it one seventy? I thought it was one twenty. Ooh, I don't uh, think those three I, I clicks mean, are one. 
or 30 points. I'm on the Realm's um, upcoming sets and rumors, the dial evidence thread. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Um, it's it's 170 there, so... Okay, so, all right. You know, like, 120, awesome, 170, like, all right. So, I don't... I have not been able to read Marvel Legacy yet, because I'm still, like, w- working my way through Secret Empire right now. So, I don't know if that trait is accurate to the comics. Like, why does Agamotto need to team up with Doctor Strange? Do they all meet their current um, incarnations? I, I don't. I'm I'm excited to read it too because like to me I feel like if there was supposed to be an ancient version of Odin, I don't think it would be Odin because Odin's dad is Boar. Right. True. So like maybe there's something I'm missing in there, but uh, this is going to be one of those I'm going to have to update people once I actually get around to reading it. Uh, some people like knowing why they make these the way they make these. As far as the sculpt goes, though, weird. <laughs> I love this sculpt. I, I love the sculpt awesome. a lot. <laughs> so, for those of you that cannot see this, it is um, Agamotto standing there, kind of like doing a squat with his hands out, Look doing a stop squats. motion with these purple swirly things around him, and it looks like he has um, antlers growing out of his back. I think what you meant to say was, Chris, oh my god, look at those horns! <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. All right. All right, Calder, uh, that's that's all I got to say about that. Do you guys have anything else to say about Agamotto before we move on? I'm, I think he's really well balanced uh, for the way they made him. Yeah. Actually. Calder, you want to get with the next figure? Yes, absolutely. I'm going to kind of scroll down, and if you don't want to take Black Panther, I am, uh, I'm just going to root it due to do and take him for you, if that's all right. Yeah, go for it. So he looks like a chase. You can sort of see he's got bronze in the background of his character card. He's 250 or 150, and he has a heck of a dial. His first trait, this is a Black Panther with the Infinity Gauntlet. His first trait is no time for subtlety. Super Senses, Black Panther has protected Pulse Wave. If Black Panther is 150 points, he is KO'd when he crosses the red line. We're going to get to that. He has nine clicks or six clicks if he is 150 points. His second trait is wielding the gauntlet free if Black Panther is on click 1 through 6. Turn Black Panther's dial to another click from 1 to 6, matching the current click number. If you do at the end of the turn, turn it back to the click he started on. So he's a great uh, list of powers. I'm just going to go through a couple of them and kind of what the basis uh, for each click is. He's got a hypersonic speed prob click. He's got a more close combat charge. He's got a running shot pulse wave. Click. He's got a um, the only click with invincible, which is kind of a shame uh, that it's not on a really good click. Is a plasticity poison kind of close combat oriented click, and then he has a more mind control ESD click, and then a super defensive 19 defense with a barrier in cap phasing teleport outwit click. Uh, his special now going on the last three clicks, he has a special defense power which is stop, combat reflexes, and toughness. When this click is first revealed, so the very first time it pops up, you generate uh, was it? Yeah, two zombie warrior bystanders. Black Panther can't be healed. So, And then for a special speed that he also has for the rest of his dial is Charge of Flurry. So he has Charge of Flurry, Blades, Combat Reflexes and Toughness, and Leadership for the entire last three clicks of his dial. The zombie warriors are rocking the new Autonomous symbol, which is great. They have Sidestep, Incap, in cap, Toughness, and Battle Fury with a five- Speed, 10 attack, 15 defense, and 1 damage. Uh, they're neat. I can dig them. Sadly, this Black Panther only has 
Battle World, what is it, Wakanda, Cosmic, and Ruler. I really wish he would have had Z-Virus, since he spits out zombies, but it's fair that he doesn't. He has Power Cosmic and 7 Range. I really like this Black Panther. I think he is really good with his own way of... Like, he's got the... What was it the Taskmaster kind of ability of going around the dial? So I really enjoy that. And at the end of the turn, you just go back to wherever you're at, which is fantastic. Uh, I think for 250, he's a little hefty, but otherwise, I think he'll definitely see play at 150 points. So there's a lot of things about this figure that I love, and then there's some things I don't so much love. Um, remember how we were talking about how I felt like they were changing pickup powers to be more manageable i guess so right. it's not exactly manageable so this you get to pick a click instead of actually just picking a power and then you are stuck on whatever other powers kind of you wanted to click it to so theoretically you're gonna like oh i need precision strike right now and it's going to be it's click number one on this particular figure but you are stuck with hypersonic speed and uh, impervious and in Per, uh, probability control if you were like of the mind that you needed precision strike the same is true if you're like oh i definitely need uh psychic blast right now you're going to be stuck with those powers that are on that click so it's not like you get to pick four powers any four powers this no. is great this is very good that you cannot just pick four powers because the infinity gauntlet is one of those things that it makes flavor wise sense that you could just pick whatever powers you wanted to so I'm glad they didn't break the figure entirely. Um, I don't like that it ever has 10 attack. On a 250-point right. dial, I, do, I especially don't like that click number 8 and 9, which are stop clicks, he has 10 attack. Right. So on those clicks, it kind of makes a little more sense. But I'm really happy that he has 10 attack on his running shot pulse wave click as it makes you have to choose whether or not you want to running shot pulse wave without your own prob or to just range combat expert. Like, that's a few things I do like about that. Yeah, that's true. Um, another thing I wanted to ask, are we 100% sure that this is a chase? It looks <coughs> it looks bronze, and it's, I believe, 61. So 61 is Black Panther. 64, I believe, is Iron Fist. 65 is Agamotto. Right. Mm -hmm. And I thought that we were just doing an Avengers 10,000 BC. You know, every time theme. I think they're doing a chase theme, they always have one sometimes, like a figure that just kind of like, ah, okay. Just, yeah, like, like, I feel I like this it. is breaking the theme entirely if this is a chase. That's the only reason I ask it. Are we sure that it is a chase? Because the other stuff that we're seeing makes it look like the Avengers are the, the chases. Yeah, but, like, it's weird because there's the um, yellow effect, and then whatever's left on that little bubble looks bronze. Right. Hmm. I, uh, okay. It looks like a chase, but I'm really hoping it's just a misprinted super rare because it just, it, thematically, you know, you're right, it doesn't make sense that it would be a chase because there's already, like, there's already a 10,000 BC Black Panther. Why didn't, why would we just do that? <laughs> Yeah, that's a good. That's a really good point. <laughs> so, all right then. All right. Anything else you guys wanted to say about Black Panther before we move on to the next figure? Um, I really like the 250 point dial, especially for the stop clicks, because it'll trigger two zombie bystanders every time he gets hit. It's true. And that is true. I, I like it's not something I caught the first time I read it. 
And it's to me that just seems like a cool thing. Like, all right, hit me. Not only am I not dead, but there's gonna be two more dudes to have to worry about. Okay, well, what? I'm gonna move on to a figure that uh, we, and by we, I actually mean Calder. Calder called it. Uh, we did get, I believe, it's 37A, which was the Captain Marvel, the Battle World Spider Island Captain Marvel. And then Calder said, hey, the, the prime will probably be the vampire one. And he was right. So good on you, Calder. Um, 37B, Captain Marvel with the Avengers, Battle World, Spider Island, Monster and Soldier keywords. We have a 100-point click Avengers keyword, but also the team ability. So good on them. Uh, we have a trait because it's a vampire, so it's a vampire dial. It does not start on click number one. It starts on click number three. She has steel energy, and she can heal past her starting line. Um, so top dial for her is technically going to be 10 speed, 11 attack, 17 defense, with three damage, exploit weakness, impervious blades, and then special speed power. I'm sorry. I did that all weird. I know. You guys are like, what? What is going on? Yep. Charge plasticity. The special power is called Predatory Lust. If she does one bit of damage, I just want to say how crazy she starts getting. Do you guys see this? Yeah. yeah I love this so it's much. A jump. Uh, so we, well, we go from charge to hypersonic speed, blades to precision strike, impervious to uh, the other one, pain. Thank you. <laughs> this is why I keep you around, Calder. Oh, wow. And exploit two probability control. Um, her her power her just like all vampires, their stats start going up, and then their powers change a little bit. But she gets so good because it's eleven attack with four base damage with probability control. This is so dumb. She has flight because she's Captain Marvel, and because they just wanted to give Captain Marvel some love. Finally, we have a Captain Marvel with some. Indom. I was so happy yep. to see yeah. a vampire dial with Indom. You just don't see that very often. And it really, really hurts in uh, vampire dials. So uh, if she does take damage, so let's go back to click number three, technically top dial. Um, she has blades for four clicks and then goes back into precision strike. All the while, she can actually do quite a bit of damage. So she has exploit uh, top dial, but at the end of the dial, she has uh, close combat expert. So she can kind of break through defensive powers the whole dial it doesn't matter where she's at but instead of invulnerable or impervious after the first two clicks she gets a special damage special defense power called feral cunning which gives her combat reflexes and toughness she has printed 17 defense so she does take a little bit of damage she actually can be 19 defense close combat and she gets flurry so it actually ha has the real ability to get her back up so she's got some sweet Sweet stats, actually. Um, quite a bit of move and attack the whole dial. Uh, six range isn't really going to come into handy with this particular character just because it is a vampire. And it did not say anything about you can use it with range. So uh, you're going to have her up and close and just right up in people's faces the whole time. The only thing I don't understand is they didn't give her super strength. Uh, but generally speaking, I'm, I'm willing to forgive that one because the rest of the dial looks so good. If you do make it up to click number one, 12, 12, 18, 4, hypersonic speed and uh, precision strike 
with your probability control and still has uh, that pink defensive power, whatever. So <laughs> um, I, I really like this this prime. I think it's actually really good. Uh, it will be good in sealed, I'm guessing, just because it's only 100 points, and it's pretty much a beat stick for 100 points. So I'm anxious to see what the rest of the set does, but I think she'll probably be one of the contenders for stuff that you'll want to play if you pull it for sealed. What do you guys think? Amelia, do you want to go on? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I love her. Uh, this is probably one of the better dials to put the Avengers team ability on, which gives her an effective six square charge right away, which is awesome. Uh, I would guess the range would be great once you get on hypersonic speed, and then... I don't think that the, um, the team ability doesn't work with charge, man. Yeah. Really? Is it just a... Oh, it's lame. It's just a move action, which is dumb. Uh, I agree with you. I think it should be as part of, like, your, your power actions, but unfortunately But this is... For sure, a must-own for me. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I love the Spider Island events, and I kind of want to get all of the, what would you call it, the fixed versions, the weird versions of the uh, spider characters, so like the Cap Wolf, the Green Goblin, Iron Man, the Vampire. Okay. Yeah, I want to get all those. Sure, sure, sure. What about you, Emilio? Um, I don't know why they don't make more vampire dials of plasticity. Like, this is, this is amazing for me, because like, as a vampire dial, when she charges in... They won't get away, because yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. And then when you hit, if they you're you're not in position anymore, but you'll have hyper, you'll get them you'll get them back. Yep. Like this is one of the better vampire dials I've seen. Like, seventeen defense is kind of low unless you can bring her in, because I feel like she'll get pot shotted and she doesn't have that charge anymore if she gets if she takes two. But like when she gets there, like she's gonna be feasting like forever. Like. <laughs> 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 she, she's good. She's just actually a really good prime. Um, certainly better than what was that crap looker? Oh yeah, she was terrible. Yeah, so many times. All right, well that's Captain Marvel. Uh, let's go back to Amelia. What other figure you want to talk about? Oh, I get to pick two. Well, I like I'm a big Spider fan, so I'm gonna pick um, Spider Queen because Spinnerette is. I was so disappointed. But yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the um, Spider Queen. 200 points, so kind of a lot. Moves through elevated and hindering, as any spider character should. Uh, traded Mastermind, Plasticity, and Poison. And when she kills somebody, she gets to heal two clicks. And judging by the rest of the dial, she'll be killing things, no problem. Uh, she also has a Baroness Battleworld, the shared trait, where she can leadership perplex. And when she targets someone else, she can target modify combat value by plus two if they're, if they're Battleworld Spider Island. And then her speed power and mind control running shot... And when she hits the mind control, each hit character gets a token. And then she has a stop click with um, the pink defense power. Um, <laughs> and it gives her a colossal size and power cosmic TA. So what makes this amazing running shot pulse wave up top? Yeah. Uh, four damage. Like, can't ask for better stuff. And five traded powers. Like, right there that she'll always have, no matter what. That is really insane. The only bad thing is you can't use your mastermind with pulse wave. Like, that sucks. Yeah, but, like, yeah. she's animal keyword, too, so she can just carry triples around and just, like, what are they going to do? Like, they'll hit her, all right, triple dies, five points, now she'll running shot, pulse your ass, and then do whatever she has to do. And Like, traded poison, too, with reflexes and plasticity? That's good. God, like, what else could... Well, she's and with the the trait and her steel energy at the back dial, she'll heal three if she kills something. Yep, it's true. Uh, I like her. 
She's a little squishy up front, but if you can hit that pulse wave off first, they should be hurting really bad. So she's solid. Yeah. It is only six range, so your three square pulse wave. I'm actually a fan of like really small range pulse waves because they're more controllable and yeah. you don't necessarily have to hit your own people, which is really good. Um, so it's doable. I'll give her that. Yeah, it's like sure. that single target when you only have the six. <laughs> the only thing is she doesn't have um, any kind of willpower top dial. Yeah, uh, that is true. So for 200 points, I mean, that's that's a quite of an, an investment for a character without any kind of willpower. Yeah, I guess that's like she. So she kind of depends on killing things to heal to kind of negate that push damage. Yeah. Right. This seems to me like one of those super rares that people will actually be upset if they pull. Like it, it's kind of cool, but you know how every set has those super rares that you you see it, and after the initial like, oh, this set's really cool. Oh, I can't wait to get all these characters. You never play it, and I just I feel like no one's gonna play this very often. Oh yeah, super rare kingpin from ADW. Yeah. yeah. Every set has it though, yeah. so like it, you know it's gonna come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carl, do you have anything else you want to say about spider Uh No, that's it. So right. I'm going to move on to... Yeah, I'm going to go one. to Big Boss Hill. Uh, I just <laughs> want to say that name. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a Maria Hill and his guardian, Maria Hill. I got no idea, wh- like, where she's coming from, but I, I love it a lot. I didn't this existed. <laughs> yeah. And I, so she has a special speed power. Top dial is the only click she has in the top dial. A dictator that cares. Sidestep, hypersonic speed, and battle fury. But, so, sidestep was the period. Hypersonic speed and battle fury only if a friendly character has been damaged by an attack your last turn. So she's got a little bit of a retaliation of her own. Hypersonic up and smack you if you hurt someone. She has that same Baroness of the Battle World. Um, This is a special damage power for her first three clicks, which is leadership reflex. And just like uh, the Queen... She can target a person that shares as guardian, sorry, battle world other keyword with her. It's a plus two. They share that battle world keyword. Or if it's, it can be a negative two if it is a different battle world keyword. So that's pretty good. It's got some offensive and defensive uses. Her dial, she has flight and indomitable. She's 85 points. She has six range and the police team ability. She only has six clicks of life with a pretty basic super strength. You know, charge, pop dial looking stuff, and then it goes invincible, vulnerability, and then toughness, the rest of the dial. With sidestep, persistent strike, and combat reflexes. Sorry, close combat expert. That's toughness, Steven, sir. And close combat expert on the damage power, the rest of the dial. For 85 points, she's pretty fun, but I don't know. This this might be the disappointing super rare that you just might never figure out how to put on a team. But she's got the PD team ability. Wait. <laughs> Oh, which shut. is actually pretty pretty solid. <laughs> which is like okay, that's nice, except for she's a close combat character. That is true. <laughs> I don't know what? if what? she gets hypersonic <laughs> speed right away. Like maybe it just depends. She's really weird. Uh, she looks cool though. Like for some reason, she looks really neat. I don't know why, but she does look yeah, sweet. I that, that's a really cool. Is that the Punisher symbol on her? Yes, what I think. I mean. I'm for it, I guess. Uh, but I just want to point out, the designers are getting a little lazy here. Here, uh, Her invulnerability is called armor. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, I figured she had armor, but... 
Okay. Thanks, WizKids. Yep. All right. I want to jump on to something that I was really happy to see made. This is the last chase that we got. Uh, That is going to be Iron Fist. Now, this is the 10 million BC Iron Fist. Uh, Number 64 has the Avengers martial artist and past keywords. Ignores characters for movement purposes. This figure is actually pretty dumb. I really like it. 75 points with Indom. No other special combat symbols. Two traits. Uh, The first one's called Before Martial Arts. Adjacent opposing characters can't use Flurry, Precision Strike, Combat Reflexes, or Close Combat Expert. That's really cool. I'm also really glad that they decided to put the word opposing characters. It would really suck if you put her in on a team and she was canceling out your own people's powers. That would be dumb. So I'm glad that they had the foresight to put that word in there. And that just proves that you can change a character from being really, really good to being really, really bad with one word. Second trait is Ancient Incarnation Iron Fist. So this is our second Ancient Incarnation trait. Uh, When another friendly character named Iron Fist hits, after resolutions, remove an action token from from the character this turn. Uh, So let's look at the dial. It's really good. Six clicks along. Top dial, nine speed, with a special speed power called the first Iron Fist. Gives her charge flurry if... I might need a little help reading this. It's a little blurry. Uh, Fist is adjacent to an opposing character. She... Can't become the target of range attacks. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, that's (laughs) really good. Base someone immediately so uh, she can't get sniped from afar. She has 12 attack with precision strike. She has precision strike the entire dial. 18 defense with uh, super senses. And then that's only the first two clicks. After those first two clicks, she actually has 17 defense the rest of the dial with combat reflexes. So it's 19 the whole rest of the dial. That's so good. Top dial, she only has three damage. But that's actually not that bad because she has precision strike. So it's like you're guaranteed to hit almost with 12 attack precision strike. Yeah. She's just going to be pinging people for one. I, I really like this. Um, if you do knock her down dial when she does get onto the combat reflexes, after she loses her uh, charge flurry, uh, she has still like 11 attacks and close combat expert with two base damage, so you can still swing for four. So I really like this figure. The sculpt is really sweet. Um, her fists are both lit up with the Iron Fist Chi. It's really cool. What do you guys think? We'll, uh, we'll go to Calder. Okay. I really like the overall chase theme, and because this figure really brought it out to me the most, is how balanced they're making these figures. So obviously she would be insanely annoying if she had that special speed power the same time as combat reflexes. I mean, that would be an insane pickle to put like the opposing team in, and just a really kind of a busted combo. So I really like how she has that top dial, and she has an 18 defense and super senses, and then gets combat reflexes later. Um, and only 75 points. I think this is a heck of a deal. And just noticing, because of the picture, I'm finally looking at it more clearly now, all of their sculpts are ripped directly from this cover. Their, I imagine their first cover of their uh, 10,000 BC, which is awesome. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Holy cow. Good on you, WizKids. Hold on, where's the... um, also, I would like to point out, since you brought that up, Calder, the Black Panther is a different sculpt, because it's a different Black Panther. It's not T'Challa. Right. So maybe... 
be that one is a super rare and we'll actually get. But how, how many people are in this picture? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven yeah. people, I think, if I'm looking at that correctly. So they're going to have to leave out people anyway. Right. Well, that makes sense. Maybe they will split this chase theme amongst sets. Yeah, I I was talking to my brother. We were thinking that Ghost Rider might be a Connelly, like a two by two base with Ghost Rider with a big old mammoth. I would like that. I am almost positive that he is actually in this set, but only because earlier this year, Calder, when we were at Origins and they were talking about it, the guy that was doing the uh, fan appreciation thing, he did allude that Ghost Rider is in the set, but would not answer the question on whether he was going to be actually riding a mammoth or anything. Dude, he was so skittish on that. Yeah, Just... he was. So pretty sure he's in the set. Seriously doubt he's on a mammoth. My guess is he's going to have a mammoth bystander pog. Oh, okay. That makes me feel better. I'm mean, give it a vehicle symbol. Right. Um, another possibility is, you know how in one of those DC sets, uh, there's the KC chases, and then they also started putting KC characters that were not chases, as in just oh, rares. Oh, okay, I see you. Yeah. So maybe, just maybe, the rest of the theme is filled out in the super rare slots. Hmm. I could see that. Oh, yeah, like... Especially if the Chase Panther is a lot better than the Super Rare 10,000 BC Panther. They'd want to make it a Chase. So I can see yeah. that. I guess we'll find out. And I honestly hope that if they did something as cool as ripping those sculpts directly out of that art, which is awesome, hopefully they didn't screw us by like putting only four of the seven in there or whatever. That would be – I feel like they would really drop the ball on that one. Yeah. Okay, that's all I got to say about Iron Fist. Anything else from you guys? I'm good. Okay, uh, Emilio, you want to jump back to one of these? Oh, sure, yeah. Um, let me get back to the page. We've got, we've got how many more? Like two or three more. Uh, She-Hulk, Spinnerets, and I believe, is that it? Or is there more? Oh, man, we should have done all the good ones first, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I guess I'll talk about Spinneret. Since I'm big Spider-Man family, uh, she's 65 points Spider-Man team ability. Really, Mary Jane Watson Parker, which is cool to have another Mary Jane. Um, keywords: world uh, improved movement, elevated hindering. Uh, she has a cool trait where at the beginning of a turn you can choose a friendly character named Spider-Man and a standard power they can use. If you do until their next turn, uh, um, that, that Spider-Man. And then at the back end of the dial, she's got Flurry, Plasticity, and Auto Breakaway. Uh, as far as the dial goes, she starts as a 9 charge, 10 precision strike with senses the whole way down, and 3 damage. Um, my favorite thing about this piece is that battle it's not Battle World Other, but Battle World Regency, so we might get more stuff from that storyline. But as far as this figure itself, I was actually like... I was really bummed about this one. Like, I, I don't mean to be so, like negative. I just... Like, a spider character with 17 senses just... I feel like that should be at least be an 18. Right. Like, this doesn't scream to me like, oh, they're going to dodge it. This is like, they're going to pray. And that's <laughs> So 41 is probably a rare, right? Yeah, it's a rare. It's a rare. Yep. So, I mean, this is <laughs> – you're right. And though we try not to be super negative, we kind of have to call these people out when they make some bad figures. Yeah. This is definitely a figure that, uh, in my opinion – Needs a little bit of milk. Calder, what about you? You know what? They can't all be winners, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Somebody! Oh! He 
some milk. So we'll just go ahead and skip to the the next figure, the yeah. last one. Uh, so She-Hulk, she has Avengers keyword. Uh, she's the Prime 23B, so that's pretty cool. The common, uncommon Prime. Avengers, Battleworld, other politician and ruler. She has Baroness of Battleworld, but this time it is traded. I'm not going to read it again. It's the plus two to the same keyword, or negative two to a different keyword. There you go. You're welcome. And the second trait is Hunting the Traitor in A-Force. Plasticity. Adjacent opposing characters can't use Mastermind, Shape Change, or Stealth. That is awesome. Like, it's great. Just totally countering a ton of powers. Once again, they like that whole adjacent people can't use powers, so they're keeping in the same theme of that, which is awesome. And then she has a special damage power for her first uh, four clicks, just to get this out of the way, which is Empower and Enhancement, which is awesome. She can help her team at any time. She's 130 and 90 points. Her first four clicks are all pretty much identical with Charge and Super Strength. She has a 19 defense at her 130 top dial with Impervious. And then for her 90 top dial, she has an 18 defense with Invulnerability. Her last three clicks are Sidestep, Close Combat Expert, and Toughness. She never drops below a 10 attack, and she has 311 stop dial, which is awesome. I absolutely love a shield. They can hit pretty hard. Uh, for 130 points, and she has a nominable, I really quite like her. I think she might get shot a little early on, but besides that, she's a very solid, more team-orientated shield. Uh, a couple things about this. Uh, this is the first She-Hulk that has ever had 19 printed defense, I believe. Um, she can always, always do a minimum of five damage, True. which is pretty dumb. And then um, also makes me kind of wonder, wonder what 23A is going to be. Right. So if that is that going to be another She-Hulk, or is it going to be maybe a character that just kind of looks like She-Hulk? Like, is it going to be... um? I don't know, there's that one chick who was with that one guy. Never mind. They had a duo in Iron Man. You know what I'm talking about? Her name's like Titan or something, like Titania. That's it, oh, right? Oh, there it is. So yeah, it could yeah, be her. Right. Slow brain, guys. But, like, it could be her or maybe somebody else. Who knows? Or could the be, shield. What you got? So for the, if you're talking about the 90-point dial, I really don't think she's that good, but the 130-point dial is actually, like, really good. For sure. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. It's just I don't think they've ever made like a really bad She-Hulk. That's the thing. No, it's I like, don't think so. There, there are certain characters in this game that they just have never made a bad version of. Not really. Like at, at absolute worst, they're mediocre. But there's never been a bad version of them. She-Hulk is one of them. Yeah. Uh, also, Electra. I'm not sure why Electra, but whatever. Um, so. I will be honest. If I bought a brick and I pulled this instead of a chase, I would be super upset. Oh no! Yeah. So yeah, that's more to the chases though. How cool they are. Yeah, the chase theme, which is the first time in a minute that Marvel has had like a really cool chase theme, in my opinion. I feel like Marvel usually gets shafted when it comes to chase themes. DC always has really cool chase themes, and this is the first time I'm like, oh my god, guys, I might actually want to collect these chase. I've never collected a chase theme, by the way. Oh. You would, well. Yeah, I never have. This might be my first one, depending on what the rest of them turn out to be. Do it. But do it. But it. it's looking like it's going to be a thing. Good luck, man. That's a, that's, <laughs> that's a slippery slope to go down on. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, do you guys have 
anything else? Because that's the last figure preview that we got. Anything else before we move on? I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I like. I I really like it. Like not just as a Battle World version, but like it's a really comic accurate She-Hulk. Other than like maybe the Baroness trait, but like this really seems like She-Hulk from the comics. Like that top four clicks of empower enhancement, like really helping everybody like get better at what they do. So I'm okay. Okay, well, that is all we got on those, so let's move on to something called Casual Comparisons. Keep your distance, though, Chewie, but don't look like you're trying to keep your distance. I don't know. Fly casual. All right, if this is the first episode of Dial H that you are turning in, tuning into, this is how Casual Comparisons work. Typically, when we have a guest on the podcast, we let them choose a character. And we have went ahead and chosen three iterations of that character. They're all the same universe. Uh, we're going to compare clicks that have been made of that same universe character. We're going to vote on them at the end and find out what the uh, official Dial H for Hero Clicks version of that character is. Uh, we did let Emilio pick. His choice was the Iron Fist. So Danny Rand, Master of Kunlun, Chi Energy, Iron Fist. Um, let's start off with Calder. Why don't you tell us which version of Iron Fist you chose, why you chose that Iron Fist, run us a little bit through the dial that you can, and uh, what makes this that, uh, that de facto Iron Fist in your head? All right, so I went with the Secret Invasion uh, 004 Iron Fist. He came out a while ago, and for me, just... Just so you know, this is the very, one of the first figures I ever had, so I've played him a lot on a lot of teams. Uh, going into the dial, he's only 70 points. He has no special combat symbols, you know, no range. He's Iron Fist. He has the Spider-Man team ability. He has the Avengers Heroes Fryer and Martial Artist Keyword. Top dial, he has Good Fortune Thunder Kick as a special speed power for two clicks, which is Leap Climb and Flurry. He keeps Flurry until his fourth click, which is awesome, so he has normal Flurry printed after that. And then normal leap climb for the next two clicks, and he actually gets a little bit of surprise charge right there at the end. For the first three clicks of his dial, he has super senses and willpower, thanks to the champion of Kun Lun, uh, special defense power, or Kun Lun, whatever. And he has exploit weakness, top dial, and then when he has flurry on his second two clicks, he also has the choice of using close combat expert, which I absolutely love. And then later he gets combat reflexes after he drops the super senses and willpower, he pulls up some blades, which I'm like, eh, it's cool. I can, I can see an Iron Fist doing some blades. Uh, his last click is awesome, though. He has Charge, Quake, and Regeneration, and Exploit. So he can do three damage, but it is going to be an eight attack if you want to try to make that three damage work. Normally, this is just where you regen this Iron Fist. I like him. I feel like he's a good mix. Like, he just sort of gets in there and then waits i guess that's the best way to put it and then he's flurrying and he's flurrying like crazy and he's flurrying for as long as he can i uh, just really this is more nostalgia talking but i still think he's an iron fist that is aged pretty well uh, all things considered he's actually he has um i will agree with you on that one uh emilio do you want to tell us which iron fist you chose um i chose the adw fast forces iron fist the um, one that comes in the uh, yeah fast forward. Anyway, he's uh, he has improved hindering and ignores um, characters. He also has a trait that when he clears action tokens, you can heal him one click. He starts off with eight movement, twelve attack, charge with eighteen reflexes, and a close combat expert. 
Then he goes into Flurry with Precision Strike, uh, loses the 12 attack and the 18D and goes to 11 and 17. That's fine. Then he goes into Sidestep, um, Super Senses, Exploit, where his uh, fourth and fifth click. And what really makes me like this Iron Fist is his last click on click six. He's got six Leap Climb, 10 attack with nothing, uh, 16 with regeneration, and two damage with support. Now, I really like this Iron Fist because I feel like this is the – to me, this is a really comic accurate one. The – Trait where he heals one click when he clears action tokens really reminds me that like that Danny meditates a lot and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. playing this figure like if he gets hit I can always, I know I can pull him back especially since he ignores characters and he can chill for a couple turns and heal back up which feels really Danny to me and the last click when um with the support seems really random at first but like the more you know Iron Fist you know he can he can use the chi from his fist to heal people too so like I feel like that was a nice addition to an Iron Fist character that not I don't think any of the Iron Fists have. And right. just this whole, like, ignores characters and hindering but no willpower makes me, like, feel like this is definitely, like, the martial artist Danny Rand that, like, is waiting for, like, the opening to get a hit. And So it should be said, though, I mean, this is a very, very pushable hero click because he mm-hmm. heals when he clears action tokens. I mean, you can stay kind of on top dial. Yeah, sure. So, uh, clear, turn two, you push. He ends up on click two. Turn three, you clear him. He goes right back to click one. That's actually fantastic. So, uh, as far as what you're saying with comic book accurate, him healing people with his other chi, with his chi, um, that is something that happens in the comic books more often than you would think. When it mm-hmm. comes up, it's really useful, and they just haven't put that on a lot of the hero clicks. So, that is definitely a thing. Uh, anything you wanted to say about – last thing you want to say about that before I moved on? Um, no, that's it. It's a good piece. Oh, okay. Like the two Iron Fists. <laughs> so Calder has the nostalgia for Secret Invasion Iron Fist. Here's where my nostalgia comes out, and that is going to be for White Power Ranger Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> Fear itself, 007, coming in at 80 points. Uh, no attack power the entire dial, <laughs> which is <laughs> dumb. But top dial, charge, nine uh, nine speed, 11 attack, 17 defense with a special defensive power called Immortal Weapon of Agamotto. Uh, Iron Fist can use combat reflexes and super senses, which makes him 19 defense, which is awesome. And a special damage power called the Iron Fist. Iron Fist can use close combat expert when he does and has no action tokens. If his attack total is at least two greater than his target's defensive value, modify his damage value by an additional plus one. So it really kind of wants you to put both uh, into your attack with the close combat expert so you can make sure and trigger that um, additional one damage. So he would hit for four damage, and he has 13 attack on kind of top dial. Um, He goes into willpower with some exploit, and at the end of the dial, he does have uh, regen for two clicks. I loved I loved this piece when it came out, um, and it was really really good when it came out. And I think mostly the reason why I chose this is because um, this was during during a time when I was getting back. So there have been multiple times I've taken like hiatuses from HeroClix, and this was right when I got back in. And I was like, oh my god, this white Iron Fist is amazing, and I used the crap out of him back in the day. Looking at him now, he's not as good as I remember him to be. <laughs> 
Um, I forgot that he does have uh, ignores elevated terrain, ignores hindering terrain, and ignores characters for movement purposes. So that is all really good. Uh, but, man, he is not aged that well. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's get on to the voting aspect of it. Uh, as far as character accurateness, uh, the dial itself, how useful it is to you, and what do you think it brings to the table Calder, which figure are you going to vote for? I'm going to have to cast my ballot for the Fast Forces Iron Fist for a few reasons. I love the popped disco collar look. It's like <laughs> my all-time favorite. It's always great. And the high kick is an awesome sculpt. Uh, but when you said the support, I was like, man, why does this Iron Fist have support? But once you mentioned you channeled this chi, I'm like, oh, that's so, that's so good. I, I did not even think about that, and that kind of pushed this over for me. Okay. All right. Locked in with the Fantastic Forces. Uh, what Fantastic. about you, Emilio? I yeah, that was a set too. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the nostalgia. You guys knew what I meant. <laughs> the nostalgia is really pulling me for the Secret Invasion one because, before, like, when me and my friends were just learning how to play, we thought you can combine exploit with flurry, and I, I we I killed a Hulkbuster with this piece, so I like <sighs> it. But and then the Fear itself one, like, I love that costume. That's my favorite Iron Fist costume. I completely forgot this one had that, the white Power Ranger look. But, like, am I am I allowed to vote for myself? Like, oh, absolutely. Because yeah. like, I... Calder does it all the time. Whoa, he's always like, it's, 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 he's like, I don't want to be that guy, but and then he always votes for himself. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 like you said, I don't want to be that yeah. guy, but like, I just, I just feel like this is this really comes, encapsulates a lot of like, Danny Rand, except for the fact that he's kicking when I feel like he should be punching. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. true. His yeah. name is Iron Fist, and he's kicking. Like, I just... Yeah. Oh, well. Well, no, that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. Like... We'll, for, we'll forgo this. Uh, I kind of, honestly, I want to take the sculpt off of the White Ranger one and mm -hmm. put it onto this tile. Yeah. If it wasn't, like, 20 uh, bucks to replace the Fast Forces one, I would have done that already. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. I'm going to look it up here in a minute just to see how much it costs. But... Oh, the Fast Forces? Is it, like... Yeah. Is it down to 15? Or... I, I remember I got it when it was, like, 20, so... Well, on Cool Stuff Inc., they actually they divvy out the um, Fast Forces. You can buy individual oh. figures. So if you, if you didn't want to buy the whole Fast Forces, sometimes, not always, but sometimes you can buy just one figure. And they're always more expensive because it's yeah. the Fast Forces. But, I mean, even if you were, like, four bucks for it or something like yeah, that, it's, it's, it's totally manageable. It's still cheaper than the whole Fast Forces set. Yeah, true story. Okay, so locked in with yours. I am uh, going to cast a vote that is – it doesn't matter, but realistically, it, it's it a thought that the counts. Thing anyway, what? It's a thought that counts. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I'm voting for yours. Oh, actually, yeah. yeah, no, he's so good. I didn't know that he had the Avengers keyword. I always run him on. See, this is what I like to do in HeroClix. I run Avengers keyword teams all the time, but try to make different teams. So it's like a sub theme within the theme of Avengers. So I'll run him and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and Spider-Man. It's like, Oh, Marvel Knights, but really it's Avengers in my head so I can get around it. But done that. <laughs> he's amazing. He's actually really good for 75 points. He certainly pulls his weight. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, there is going to be your official dial H for hero clicks. Iron fist. Yeah. And um, just, I looked it, it up after you mentioned it was on you. It is decided. Get Sorry that it didn't play immediately. <laughs> I don't know why. That was my bad. 
No, it's only three bucks on Coastal Things, so I might actually just buy this. That's a that's a good plug there. Nice. <laughs> oh, don't don't buy all of them because I actually might. Throw yeah, there's 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 six in stock. Something. Oh, we nailed it. We're gonna, I'm gonna put it in for for the end of the night. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we got on casual comparisons. Hope you guys out there in podcast land like that. So let's move on. We need to talk about how. Dial H for HeroClix works off the value for value model. So our goal is to entertain you guys and gals. So if you feel like we give you value in your life, consider showing us your love and leveling up your heroic rank so you can earn your heroic titles like citizen, vigilante, and protagonist. Hero Heroic rank level ups occur at the first episode of every month or as you donate via PayPal. And don't forget your names and titles appear in the show notes for the months you contribute to the community as you are producers of the podcast. A little aside from our typical script, uh, we don't have all of the uh, the podcast costs paid for anymore. Nope. We used to, Bad. but now we don't. So now would be a really great time, guys, out there to uh, help us make sure that we're pumping out content to you guys every week like we like to do. Uh, we just don't like breaking our own bank to give you all the free content that we, we try need to, to like give put, you guys. Like in the arms of the angel on in the background really quick and throw on some sad pictures of dogs. Like <laughs> for just one dollar a month, you too can support these amazing creators at Dial H for Hero Flicks. We'll also give you a free blanket or whatever like crap they try to sell you on those commercials. This but you is guys the closest get the thing I have to sad music. <laughs> Charge over to our Patreon oh and help God. us out. <laughs> okay, that's that's that. Uh, let's move on. We've got uh, such an amazing... Wait, 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 wait. What? Chris, what? you what? skipped something that if any other listener could feel me, like, tense up after we ended news, Chris potentially missed the biggest news of the week. For no, my man, personage. no. Nothing for... else happened this no, week. That was don't it. you dare. Don't that was you... all of the news this whole week. Oh, I can tell who's fans of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Calder, go ahead. You're going to hurt my feelings. No, okay. So, last week, WizKids announced a partnership. That's right, folks, a brand new partnership. Not just Ninja Turtles and Star Trek and Marvel DC. They have a partnership with WWE. Yeah, baby, that WWE. So if you like wrestling, you like the old school stuff, you like the new school stuff, like the Attitude Era, no matter what it is, we are going to get those in HeroClix. This was just announced, so we don't know when the next, like, when a set is going to happen. We don't know when we're going to start seeing sculpts. Actually, we've already seen the John Cena sculpt, so go ahead and check that out. On our <laughs> Have we, though? Have we... Uh, so, so, I just want to point out, that is the highest... Upvoted thing I have ever put on Reddit, by the way. It's good. Ever. <laughs> um, as always, if there's anything that needs to be talked about in the show notes, we will link the things that we're talking about. WizKids did come out with a uh, short little snippet article thing. Uh, I do want to read a couple of things from the article just so we're doing our due diligence. Um says, quote, we're pleased to introduce this new genre to the WizKids portfolio, said Justin Zaran, president of WizKids. We're especially thrilled to bring fan favorite superstars from the WWE family to the beloved Heroclix and Dice Masters platforms. Skipping down just a little bit, it says, the partnership will bring the likeness of popular WWE superstars, including John Cena, The Rock, Charlotte Flair, Roman Reigns, 
and The Undertaker. In addition to WWE Hall of Famers such as Stone Cold Steve Austin and Trish Stratus. Trish, Trish. <laughs> really? Trish, Trish, Trish Stratus, Stratus is considered uh, one of the Hall of Famers. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> to several gaming platforms, including Dice Masters, Heroclix, specifically mentioned Heroclix, and Boxed Strategy Games. So, that's a thing now. You know, We can I... find out who, who wants to get some sweet chin music, maybe. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> My God, that stings music. I... I'm really excited. This this is awesome. So I really just got addicted to wrestling in this last year, but now I can't wait. I want like a Hulk Hogan who enters a state of like Hulkamania and he can't be damaged for like or like he gets invincible or something, you know? We need a John Cena that's doing the weight the hand wave and he becomes invisible for like within three squares or something dumb, like or maybe just close. Who knows? It's awesome. This brings so many possibilities. There's so many different, like, The Undertaker who can, like, die and resurrect or something. It would be so great. I would love a Finn Balor who can, like, switch into the demon. If they do that, it would be great. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> uh, last thing I want to read from the article before we jump over to Emilio, because I know he, he loves the WWE, maybe, possibly. <laughs> right. I don't know if he if he does. But uh, products will be available in the U.S., Canada, Mexico, Australia, and Europe. The first release is slated to hit shelves in 2019. Emilio. Uh, I, I, I don't know anything about wrestling. I, I, I'm here for the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, you dropped the ball. I was, like, uh, I was waiting for you to come in and be like, yeah, everyone in my, my game store would love in this, by the way. Um, so online, if you read people's responses to this news, you have some people are like, I could not care less about this. Oh, my God. And then you have other people who are like, literally, there's a Venn diagram of hero clicks <laughs> and wrestling fans. It's the same circle. It's not even a little bit different. Is... <laughs> like, I like the John Cena memes. I'm a fan of those. Like, Especially the ones when, um, remember they used to have this, um, the videos where he'd come in at the end? Dude, I've once watched, like, a three-minute-long video just for it to be a John Cena, like, punk meme at the end. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. It was, uh... I've never called it, and, like, I never want to, like... His name is John Cena! <laughs> Sorry, that was the first one I found. Uh, like, it's, it's, the, it's the funniest thing for me. Like, I love those memes because it always blindsides me, and now it'll happen to my Heroclix packs. Oh, they're so great. So that would be another awesome thing. But what I used to do, Lex Luthor was my favorite, like, go-to meta piece for a really long time. And, you know, he couldn't be seen top dial until he made an attack. So you're supposed to give him a token to represent his underground. I printed off uh, some John Cena stickers, and I put John Cena stickers on the token. So that was his (laughs) you-can't-see-me token. That's And All right, so a couple things that I'm looking forward to, and I'm really hoping that they do a correct job in this upcoming information. One, this is a really, really good opportunity to make a bunch of items. Oh, yeah. Stupid items that you can make, like, super low point costs, like chairs and ladders. And please, God, make a wrestling belt. At, like, that would be awesome. Can you imagine putting, like, a belt on Superman that gives him, like, perplex or something stupid? That would be awesome. 
That would be really fun. Um, this is another great way, since they love reusing sculpts at WizKids, um, just redo the boxing, the boxing ring, ring and yep. add, like, one more one more uh, Dude, uh, bungee cord just, to it. Just print, like, the WWE insignia on the side. That's literally all they have to do if they really want it. There you go. Then it will sell. I promise you, WizKids, there you go. You're welcome for more free money that I keep telling you guys you can print. Um, another thing is... This has got to be modern legal. Oh, okay. if, it, if oh, yeah. it isn't, it won't sell. Like, not nearly as much as it would if it was modern. Yeah, I think they learned from Turtles, too, that you got to yep. make it legal. Like, you, you got, you, I shouldn't have to say it. No one should have to say that it has to be modern legal at this point. But come on, kids, don't you do this to us, all right? People care about this <laughs> kind of thing. They want to see The Undertaker choke slam. The 2019 meta, which is going to be Morlocks, okay? Oh, okay. They, <laughs> they, they want to see that, all right? So don't mess it up. All right, that's that That was my tangent. Yep. Have you guys got anything else? Yeah, you could use Chase Magneto to make him an X-Man, too. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> oh, God, it's going to be good stuff. Um, so if you guys really just want to use reuse sculpts, if you want to, if you want to make a Trish Stratus, just reuse con artist. <laughs> That's kind of true. Like you know, uh, it'll it'll work. Just make all of the divas con artists. There you go. And wasn't um Dave Batista uh WWE? Yeah, he was. Like, could they resculpt Drax and have Dave Batista with the knives? Like, <laughs> dude, I, I so much. <laughs> Do you know how many people are going to be playing? WWE, uh, th- I, this is, you said this to me the other day, Calder. We were talking on Twitter, and like we normally do, you said this to me. At first, I had a lot of hesitation. I pushed back, and I got to thinking about it, and I was like, no, Calder's right. Calder's right. Do you know how many people are going to be making wrestling thing, like, sounds and, and Ooh, yeah. and crap when they're going to be playing their He's coming off the top rope. Oh, my God. <laughs> He broke that man in half. <laughs> is that what watching wrestling is like? Oh, absolutely. Snap into a slim gym. Yeah. My God, that man had a family. <laughs> it's so stupid. Wrestling is is male soap operas. That's oh, what it is. I would love for so, a six commentator like that. <laughs> I I say that with uh, like an endearing heart for wrestling. Okay, I was a big wrestling fan during the Attitude Era. So if there's anybody out there that got upset that I just called wrestling male soap operas, you know, I was there too. Okay, I was a big fan. I feel like it's okay. That's awesome. Cool. <laughs> All right. Any Anything else? I'm going to mention <laughs> anything it again else? in the community question anyways, so I'm good for now. <laughs> yeah. Uh... It's going to be a real slobber knocker. <laughs> I can't believe this is real. Like that's how it is. it's. Uh, yeah, it's it's so dumb. Let's get into community. <laughs> there are dozens of us. Dozens. As always, we put a Tuesday's community question up on Facebook and on Twitter. This week's community Tuesday's question, I lost it because we posted a bunch of stuff uh, since then. Calder, do you Dude, know what it is? What What's the next boxed set product similar to the boxing ring or, like, the pin particle tank 
all that stuff that you would like to see WizKids make, and which figures would it include? Emilio, do you want to go first? Oh, yeah, um, I actually answered this one, because, like, so, oh, um, yeah. when, it, when I come up with a good one, I, I try to post, but um, a box set I would have wanted would um, be based on the movie set, since they stopped doing the movie Gravity Feeds, maybe this will be a way to go, that way we can still get movie versions of them, but it'd be cool to get uh, Infinity War versions, or uh, for Infinity War, the two main battle areas, the Battle on Titan and the Battle on Wakanda, could have two different sets, like, of five to six figures each, they can... And then, like I put it here, they can go the extra mile and include a uh, Battle of Wakanda map and a Battle of Titan map, and then have like a Stor- uh, Thor Stormbreaker as an object in the Wakanda one, and Thanos is incomplete, like an incomplete gauntlet right. on, the, on the Titan one. So, and then later on, they'll just sell you the rest of the uh, Infinity Gauntlet at a wonderful price point at 49.99. No, it'll 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 actually be in the Wakanda map. It's when Vision KOs, you get the mics. Oh, <laughs> nice. All right. Calder. So mine is what you kind of said, the boxing ring. So redo the boxing ring, make it the WWE wrestling ring and give it the WrestleMania Sting versus Triple H match. And the reason I say this match, even though Sting lost cuz Sting is the greatest. Because they both use their, like, items. So Sting has a black baseball bat, and Triple H has a sledgehammer. And they both use them in the match, which is, like, hilarious and awesome. I mean, NWO comes out halfway through, but just forget about those guys for right now. But what was great was there's this awesome moment where Sting uses his bat to break the sledgehammer in half. And it's the greatest look on Triple H's face. Minor spoiler, the match is on YouTube, so go check it out. It's, like, ten minutes long. Go check it out. It was a really awesome match, and I just like the idea of giving the wrestling people, like, equipment items. So, like, Dean have Sting with his baseball bat, Triple H with his hammer. You know, people had, like, kendo sticks and all sorts of stuff before. Tyler Breeze uses a selfie stick like an idiot, you know. So, like, there's tons of stuff you can have. And so that's what I would go with the next box set to be. All right, all right. Jumping on top of that, piggybacking on top of that, here's another way for you to just print money, kids. Make... An attachable cage for the boxing oh. ring. You're welcome. You can make it multi-level though, so people can stand on top of it. Make sure that the lines are on top of it as well. And just add it as a special terrain thing that you can attach to the boxing ring that's already going to be labeled WWE. People will buy it. You're welcome. I basically should work for you guys because my ideas are awesome. So uh, let's go. let's go over to Facebook. First answer from Facebook, caller. Uh, Jeff Pollier said, neat question. I'm thinking a Star Trek The Next Generation transporter platform that comes with an exclusive Chief O'Brien figure. By the way, we got a lot of stuff for Star Trek this week. The, the Trekkies really came out in full force for this question. What a bunch of nerds. <laughs> I'm just so... <laughs> uh, Go ahead, Go ahead. Oh, okay. Sorry. Ian Wilson said, I would like to see a box set based off of Original Sin. If you don't know, that is a Marvel storyline. Map of the Moon and all the characters included, most notably The Watcher, The Avengers, Nova, etc. would be an epic map, and there would be plenty of characters to fill out a box set. This would be another example to uh, make a special item, which is The Watcher's eyeball. And then you could give that, uh, like a New Age uh, Omega Drive. That'd be, that'd be cool. Oh, that would be cool. David Cologne said Minions of Thanos box set with an Infinity Gauntlet object or resource. Your choose. 
we have oh man I almost, almost missed that entirely we have Superman Superman well he is that I think I've called him this too before oops super fan super villain Seth Aaron his name on Twitter is thank you for not smoking said I want to see an Arnold and Predator set with a tropical forest map uh, I said get to the chopper and he said that could be a map bonus plus 10 points for a helicopter bystander <laughs> that's awesome uh, Loyal Miller, a Justice League box set from the animated series with a watchtower, a.k.a. the satellite. That's that's good. I would really like to see that. I really hope that they continue with the um, ba- the animated series pieces. Oh, for sure, Especially yeah. Since, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be good. Critical Missives. Man, this is a four-part tweet. He really went into some detail here. I'll second the danger room with robot keyworded versions of the uh, Brood Queen, Magneto, and a detached Sentinel Head special object. The danger room itself could be a special terrain with a trait like, quote, load program. Characters inside the danger room may be given a power action to place any character from a friendly sideline into an adjacent square inside the danger room. At the beginning of your turn or uh, at the beginning of your next turn or if the place character is dealt damage, return the place character to the sideline. Uh, really tough wording, but the idea would be that any character inside the danger room could, quote, run a program, uh, i.e. call in a character from the sideline, to throw at their opponent for a turn. So it's like a really localized version of an ID card. So it sounded really cool to me. Right. Uh, Peter Zachary, I agree that a Thanos and his minions box set would be nice. However, I'm thinking a fifth-dimensional imps box set. Could be cool as well. Get us some, uh, I'm not going to say his name, Mix. I'm just going to call him Mixie. Uh, Quisp, YZ, and Bat Knight. Bat Knight, blah. Would be fun. Also, maybe a Green Arrow and his Quiver of Tricks would be a cool uh, box set. Similar to the Punisher Van, but based on Green Unicorn, which I don't know what he means by Unicorn. I don't know who the Green Unicorn is. I don't <laughs> Who is the Green Unicorn? Send it in. We need to know, because I'm too lazy to look it up. We have an answer from Space Monkey Jesse. said, I would like to see a wedding chapel that Reed and Susan Storm got married in. Maybe two figs of the real Stan Lee and Jack Kirby being rejected from it. And if you didn't need, or if you didn't have a Twitter and you needed a reason to jump onto Twitter, this is why I love when you guys send actual pictures and stuff with your answers. It's so fantastic. Uh, Jesse actually put a uh, screen cap of the marriage issue of uh, both of Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Woman. And then I had never actually read this before, but it's totally uh, Jack Kirby and Stan Lee getting, like, thrown out of the wedding. So get on to Twitter, and uh, you can read that for yourself. Awesome. Uh, just a really quick thing. Uh, Greena Buxton uh, – Gina Buxton, excuse me uh, – she – linked to this Chief O'Brien, like, cute little comic of him, like, leaving his area, and then, like, because he was depressed or whatever. Uh, I just wanted to shout that out really quick. It wasn't really an answer, but it was kind of cute. So, for the Star Trek people out there, go check that out on Facebook. Uh, but David Herberger said, WizKids could make another ring based off the Justice League Unlimited show. Uh, Relect would have meta fights with characters like Wildcat versus Green Arrow, and Wonder Woman versus Black Carrie slash Vixen slash Hot Girl. Uh, roulette would need to be included, and maybe WizKids could create a wagering mechanic. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know what you would wager. Um, victory points? Maybe? 
What are you not work. playing for points? Um, money? No, I don't know. <laughs> souls? Yeah. <More> souls. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Confirmed. All right. Uh, little superhero, the ruffian, little plastic superhero said, a lot of people beat me to it, but something revolving around the danger room would be really cool. For the figures, I would like to see another Beast, Wolverine, and all-new Gambit. I did, because he, he, he put that there, Gambit. I looked up the last time Gambit was made as a character in this game. Holy cow, that was a minute ago. It was a while ago, yeah. Wolverine and the X-Men, baby. Uh, Tim yeah. Sear in Intergalactic Vending Machine. That has a variety of symbiote suits, some that would bonus Spider-Man. So he has two different lines of thought for me. Intergalactic Vending Machine, and then they would have symbiote suits. So I don't know where this is from, but, I mean, I love it. I, I, can, I can see it. Okay. Uh, Citizen Collectible said, how about another DC Giants set with Chemo, Master Adam, Stripe, Adam Smasher, etc.? How about a Danger Room control room map overlay that you can place on any map letting the user add or remove types of terrain? That would also be cool. I can dig it. Colin Bell said, a Batman box set that comes with Batman, Commissioner Gordon, and the Bat Signal. Just don't make it like the, the other one. Make it different, please. Good Lord, I don't want to deal with a modern-age bat signal. You know, I, I have often wondered why they don't release more products that are... You know how, like, Batman with the bomb and Batman with the surfboard? Like, right. It's just, like, small little things, and they sold them for, like, 15 bucks or whatever at a at convention. Why don't they release more of that kind of stuff? Uh, I don't know. But. <laughs> <laughs> Porcupine Spaceship Grenade said... It's a great name. That's a great name. You you kind of get where the name came from because this is his or her answer. It said, four-piece chicken tenders and gravy with fries from Dairy Queen. <laughs> that's that's his answer. Okay. Her answer. Um, Who knows? I don't know what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm hungry. We uh, have the best community. Jeez. Oh. Uh, Ruben William uh, Therese Jr. Uh, what about half the armors uh, with Iron Man, Hulkbuster, Thorbuster, Phoenix Buster, the nano suit from the movie, that'd be cool, all new dials, and it comes to Tony Stark that can change slash call in different suits during play, just like shifting focus. Iron Man is perfect for this. I totally agree. Yeah, I like this answer a lot. This is it, Honestly, I'm surprised. We got Mandarin's rings. How have we not got a set of armor? Right. How is that even a thing? I don't know, but whatever. Chris Kurtz said the Milano Star-Lord said we could use his ship. <laughs> so just the ship, I guess, kind of like the Blackbird. I'd like to see some other stuff come in it as well. Uh, but, yeah, it would be cool to get – I always like vehicles in this game. So anytime we get more vehicles, even though I don't understand how they work, clearly. But <laughs> I like seeing them. Right. Uh Eric Caves said, the Batcave as well is well before my time, but that's kind of where my mind went when I thought of an Enterprise bridge, so each character could be assigned certain stations, like tactical engineers, oh, command. What's up? Oh, my thing disconnected for a little bit, but I guess oh. it didn't. <laughs> that's all right. Oh, you're good. You're so good. they'd all get, like, tactical engineering, command, navigation, etc., and you can turn the dial based on how well you work as a team. Uh, he goes on a lot more to talk about it, uh, so you can keep Reading that if you want to, but that is a Star Trek bridge. Enterprise. Yeah. Okay, we have Lynn said, Danger Room can be cool 
It could be. It could come with a few Sentinels or Brood. All right, I can deal with that. Uh, Benjamin uh, Umansky said, "I don't think we're ever going to get a Star Trek Deep Space Nine or Voyager." That's not very positive thinking. Come on, man. Uh, so it would be great to get an away team box set with a bridge crew and a shuttle of both these shows. Was that it? That was yeah, it. Yeah, that like was. Trailed off. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Citizen Mister Clicks Flick said, "Fantastic car." With Herbie and maybe an object. I mean, I'm just waiting for them to bring back the Fantastic Four. It can happen now, so fingers crossed, right? I would yeah, well. love a Fantastic Car. That would be <laughs> cool. Like, it gets turned off a different version. But like, oh, that would be awesome. I like that. <laughs> All right, uh, last one on Facebook is J.R. Smith. Bizarro World Map with four new Bizarro figures. Uh, they don't even have to be in DC canon. My choices are Bizarro Shazam, uh, which would be Mazaz, I guess. Bizarro Swap Thing, which would be, what, the Toxic Avenger. Uh, Bizarro Black Adam, which would be White Steve. And Bizarro Solomon Grundy, which would be Born on a Saturday, so Solomon Grady. Anyway, each team would be 300 points. They can always just do Bizarro versus Superman. Okay, that is it. all right, sounds good. Uh, Mr. Graves said, would like to see, I think it's a typo, uh, Batman Metal, who laughs at the boss with either a Batman, bat, like a Bat God, or either a Colossal or a Possession. Um, I think I knew where he was going. I just don't know what was going on with the English there. Um, so something I did want to see about that, or say about that, since I did actually get a chance to read Batman or Metal uh, this year, I would like to see a Colossal Hawkman. That would be really sweet. And because I don't think that, um, well, we just don't have enough Colossal figures, honestly. They're like one of the cooler things. It would be really cool to see an entire DC set made in the same way that they made Avengers Infinity, where every, uh, every one of the packs had a Colossal in it. That would be cool if they did that with DC, and I would like to see uh, Hawkman in there. Um, you said you are out, correct? I am out. Okay, I've got a few more. Jason Levine said, I'd like to see the champions and their mobile headquarters. So if you don't know anything about the champions, they fly around in Amadeus shows. Uh, it's it's like disguised as an ice cream truck or maybe it's a taco truck or something, some, some kind of food truck. Anyway, it flies. So that's like their mobile headquarters, and his sister usually flies it and stuff. So. That would be pretty cool. I really like the champions. Um, we have, let me make sure on what your title is. Vigilante Michael Miller said, 10,000 BC Ghost Rider on that mammoth. Please no, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want that to be a specialty purchase when it could just come in the regular set. Right. And the last thing we have is from Michael Fedor. How about a Hall of Justice, a mobile piece? like a lantern resource, with an outdoor park setting for a map. Then we have an Ellie Wonder Twins plus Gleek or Wendy and Marvin and Wonder Dog. I think that would be really cool. Um, if anybody out there did not actually know that this is a thing, there is a bat cave, hero click. Um, it would be really cool to see Hall of Justice made in that same vein, where you just set it on the in your starting area. It doesn't move at all, but would give you some kind of cool benefit the rest of it. All right, the rest of the time that it sits on there. You guys want to comment on any of those last ones before we move on? Hey, anything that gets me Wonder Twins, I'm good with. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <clears throat> Um, okay, well, I don't think that we have any birthdays, but we did get uh, one one question from a listener. It's from Citizen Collectible. He said, for the mailbag, how much do you spend on clicks a month and how much per year? Well, uh, you want to answer that, Emilio? Oh, God, that's, that's not an answer. That's not a question I ever <laughs> want to think about. Um, per month, not too bad. Like, um, if it's, a, it's when a new set comes out, I usually get – um, a brick, if I, if I like it, like I got a brick of Batman animated and then, um, if it's a set I really like, I'll get a case, like if I'm hyped for it, but, and then like, I guess most of my monthly spending for clicks goes just to just like the local events, you know, like entry fee, whatever. So sure. maybe like 30 to 40 bucks a month on average. And then like, I want to get a case of battle world. Um, I got, and I wanted to get a case of Earth X, so now like I'm, I have to budget it for the next couple sets because the storylines I like. But if it's something that I'm not super into, then like I'll just pick up packs here and there. Like for um, for Xavier School, I'm not super big of an X Men guy, so I just I split a brick with a friend. So it was only like 45 bucks when I split the brick. But nice. Yeah, like. Okay. Call her, like, it could definitely be worse. Calder, how much do you spend? So, <clears throat> this is a little tough because sometimes I just don't buy gear clicks, you know? Oh, man, I <clears throat> I did that Macho Man earlier, and, like, I'm paying for it, like, really bad right now. So I'm going to see if I can get through this. But I definitely spend, I'm going to say, last year between, what, What If and Asgardian, sadly, I made a blood packed to get a case of what if with a friend and that was the worst business decision i ever made so last year i spent like at least 1500 is it the best way to put it 1500 1500 so like that on hero clicks because i bought a lot of deadpool i bought only one brick of thor but i bought that case of what if and i was doing a lot of tournaments buying so i was going to cool stuffing and i was getting a lot of figures that i wanted because i don't i don't have a really good trade scene uh, believe it or not, my cows don't trade except for Bessie the Hell Cow. It's the only figure they have, so I don't I don't get a lot of trading done. So I gotta just buy most of my figures. So I'd say at least okay, really more like a thousand last year. Uh, but I'll skip sets like X Men. I skipped until I thought I had a good chance at getting something, so I ended up buying a brick. But I mean, I skipped Harley Quinn, Joker's Wild. I did get a brick of Batman, but honestly, that could have been a pick or choose. Even though I really like that set. But I'll have to agree with Emilio. Battleworlds is kind of like, I gotta get a case, and EarthX is also a set where it's like, I, I need to get a case of those, uh, but I can definitely skip a few sets. But yeah, monthly, about 50 bucks, depending, I would say. And then yearly, probably 1000 last year, and it's gonna be more next year, just thanks to EarthX. And WWE! You know what? You know what? WizKids is sitting there, they're listening to this, and they're thinking right now. They're like, those are rookie numbers. we got to pump those numbers up. Oh, probably. <laughs> we want all your money, is what they're saying. Just now, the unfortunately, they're going to hate my answer to this question, which is I almost never buy hero clicks. <laughs> Look at that. I, I'm, I'm so dead serious about this, too. Um, I am very, very patient about getting the figures that I actually want. So I'm willing most of the time for, to wait and for all of them to just dump in price, like bottom out entirely. Uh, 
And then maybe generally I would say there there are definitely months, months on end where I will not spend a single dollar on Heroclix. And then, like, when we do stuff like Calder and I went to Origins, if you really factor in the fact that, like, we spent all of that money to get to Origins just to play Heroclix and to make, like, content for the show and stuff, but really it was just to play Heroclix um, – that's the most amount of money that I'm ever actually going to spend on HeroClix. Yeah. So probably an entire year, I'll spend like maybe like 300 bucks. But yeah, really not that much. Really not that much. I know there's people out there that they spend like thousands and thousands of dollars every year. It's just I've never been one of those people. Quite honestly, I have way too – like. I have a lot of college loans to pay back. <laughs> I can't afford That's fair. to go. That's good. <laughs> to, yeah. I mean, I could. I could be one of those people. It's like, yeah, I dropped two grand this year on HeroClick. But I, it's just not worth it, really, in my opinion. The stuff that I really want, I'm going to pick up individual pieces from, like, uh, retailers online. I almost never buy any cases or anything. Now, fortunately, very, very fortunately, um, I do have to say, like, uh, because Cool Stuff Inc. is backing us, we get um, some stuff from Cool Stuff Inc. and we really appreciate that. But that's not something that like Calder and I go and spend a bunch of money. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so there's that. Um, but generally speaking, not that much. Um, okay, moving on. This is a bit of cleanup before we actually get over for tonight. Uh, last episode was the first episode of the month. We had a new citizen. They messaged in, and I, I couldn't catch this earlier. I was trying to, so I hope uh, he's okay with it now. But I was like, or, Oregon, Originus, or whoever whoever this new citizen is, did write in, said his name is pronounced Organus, oh. and it's, it is Eric Caves. So from now on, it is Ooh. Citizen Eric awesome. Caves. All right. All right, well, that's that's all I got. So uh, I do really, I really appreciate you coming on to the podcast, Emilio. I hope you had fun. Yeah, I did. Thanks for having me. This is cool. Fantastic. And since we were talking with our wallets out a minute ago, let me point those in the right direction for you. Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com. You can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Bye, guys. Happy trails. Ma 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 ma